Welcome to Addicted to Triathlon. Whether you've been doing triathlons for years or you want to do your first one and don't know how to start, listen to our podcast, read our articles, check out our videos, and ask us questions. We would love to be part of your journey to becoming addicted to triathlon. Hello, welcome to Addicted to Triathlon, episode number seven. seven. This time we're going to talk about what are we going to talk open, about? Open water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now you finally get to talk about your finally. open water, water swimming. So we've been recently going there, right? Yeah, we went open to, water. we talked about a place in Clute, Texas, where they have a man-made lake. Yeah. That's for scuba divers. A couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so they let um, triathl- triathletes go in there and practice so yeah. there is a fee it was 10 bucks but now they went up to 13 bucks yeah but it's worth it yeah so we went out there and you started practicing right with the yeah and the divers blue, blue bubbles yeah the divers were out there with their 200 pound gear on them yeah it was hot it was hot yes it was hot so when we first got there, what what was our goals? What were our goals for you? Just to try to go from buoy to buoy. But we had a did we have a distance goal? Like a thousand total of two thousand. A, a thousand, you know, once for like a one time around and then a thousand again. Okay. For right? something like that. We were trying to do it, but with a total of two thousand. Yeah. <clears throat> so you I, mean, I kinda wanted to go it all together, but yeah, but we needed to be. warm up. So you had to warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I took some videos of you warming up. Yeah. So maybe we'll post those videos. We saw some fish trying to eat us. <laughs> and some some long plants trying to suction to my body. <laughs> yeah, so the first time we went out, um, I think we just went across... Across, actually, we did a warm up. So we did. We went across to a buoy and turned it around and came back. Mm-hmm. And that was what about five hundred? Yeah. Okay, so that was five hundred. Then go, we, you just go feel it out. Yeah, and then we went um, and we did a longer one after that. Let's see. So we had that first one. Oh yeah, we did the warm up. So we did about a five hundred, uh-huh. and then the second one we went. Out across, not the lo- not the long way, but the short way across the lake, uh-huh. and we around we all. picked we picked two buoys out and there to go there's around. There's great big orange buoys out there for swimmers and divers. It's right. kind of nice, and like a regular lake doesn't have a special buoys, you know, just regular. Yeah, you don't lake. know. You don't know where you're going or how so to turn around. Make sure when you if you ever go on a di- in a regular lake. Where there's no divers or triathlon swimmers, you probably should buy like a a thing. What, what do you call An inflatable it? buoy. Yeah, that you put where around people, your waist, where people can see you and boaters can see you. Right. This was all enclosed, and there was none of that. So yeah, we were fine. The buoys. There was other things besides buoys. There was some wood sticking out. Um, yeah, they had like tanks, mm-hmm. like, um, if you had a, had, um, propane tank 
to fuel your home. They had like those out there that you could swim around. They had a, a lot b- of birds, some <laughs> bird poop. <laughs> yeah, so we swam out. The um, So part of the goal was just to get you used to going a distance of 2,000. Which I was, I've been okay with open water swimming now. Right. So what are the things that, that you had to do that's different than in the pool? So sighting is one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of takes, I was thinking that like when you're open water swimming in a race, it slows you down because you have to sit up and sight. Well, you don't really sit up, but you take a l- like a couple seconds every... To look where you're going. To look where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually... When you run into someone, so that takes time. Right. So, sighting. Yeah. So, you... You're lifting your head above the water. Usually what you can do is you peep your, your eyeballs out of the water yeah. um, right before you do a, a, a breathing or you breathe, turn your head to breathe. So you have a little step, you pop your head up and then you turn your head to the side to breathe like you normally would. Or you can pop your head up higher above the water so your head's out of the water, your mouth's out of the water, and then you can breathe that way and then put it back in. So there's... There's two different ways to do it, to sight. Obviously, the one where you stick your head completely out of the water is going to slow you down more because your feet are going to sink, so you're going to cause drag. Um, So if you can practice just putting your eyeballs out of the water and then turning your head like you would normally to breathe, that would be better. And then to add, like, you pick a buoy to, like, look up. Like I'm like a mark, or you can pick um, a landmark. A landmark. <laughs> so, like there was, there were houses, and there were trees, and there was docks, and there was like a porta potty. Mm-hmm. So, a br- uh, the deck, the dock, the dock. Yeah. So those are things when you're in an open water race. If you can walk around the course, you can pick up landmarks because you may not be able to see the buoys uh very clearly some of the buoys are small um so if you have waves you're gonna miss them like i did that one time (laughs) (laughs) one race texas city yeah because there was not there was no landmarks to side off of because um it was it was the bay if you can pick out landmarks then it's easier to look for landmarks than to look for buoys if mm-hmm. in a smaller lake where you're just swimming around something, it's not that critical to look for landmarks, but it also helps. If you can stand at the finish line and look at how the, if there's trees or if there's some kind of landmark you can focus on, um, because usually looking for the uh, finish area, they've got a big, usually a big inflatable chute that you can see. But um, for some reason, I have a hard time seeing it. I also always pick a landmark. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like a grove of trees or just something, a bridge, something near the landmark that I can see and um, know that that's where I'm headed. Yeah. What other things do you do um, when you're doing open water swimming? Well, sighting, like the obstacles. Obstacles. I mean, that you have to deal with, like people or... Trying to go around people. Is that what you're asking? 
yeah, we can talk about that. So we talked about before how you like to be on the side yeah. of everyone so yeah. you're not in that mix. You can pick the left side, right side. I mean, if you're less than a beginner, you can be right there in the front. Right, right in the middle. <laughs> or right in the middle or right in the back. Just depends Yeah, if you're, you're most comfortable with. If you're going to be a beginner, like my first open water swim race, um, and the gun went off, I let everyone go first because I just let them go. And then actually me and these two other people just kind of sat back till the craziness kind of died down a little bit. We were still kind of swimming forward, but, you know, we took our time to get to get going. Yeah, I like the sides where it gives you more space. Yeah, you can do that. The only thing with doing triathlons in lakes is usually you are going to be doing waves so if you think you're going to be you know like what i did sat back and just swam buoy to buoy uh the wave behind you will catch you if you're not a very fast swimmer mm -hmm. so depending on how long the race is so then you'll end up being in the mix yeah so what caitlin said about being on the side you may swim a little longer but um it won't be as crazy and you won't panic as as and, and there's still a chance you can be kicked or elbowed or you just got to pay attention. Right. I mean, I've been kicked and elbowed, but it wasn't hard, anything tragic. Right. It's not like you came out with a bloody nose or no. anything like that, broken rib. You just got to be alert and awake, paying attention, but paying attention to your swim. You just got to practice and get used to it. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're going to have to... Um, with all the craziness around, you are going to have to focus on your swim stroke because it's easy to let your swim stroke go and, um, you know, you're not pulling as like you normally would. Yeah, and the pool is like a perfect, a perfect swim where you don't have people around, you... You have a black line to follow. Yeah. There's no waves. No, you don't have to lift your head up without waste time. With the drag kicking, uh, it's just like a perfect swim. And then you get a perfect fast time. But when you go into the real life triathlon, <laughs> yeah, it all changes. Expect your time to be slower. Unless you're going to be swimming out but front of everybody. you can always make up for it in the bike or the run. Mm -hmm. so. It's just the first leg of the triathlon. So don't spend all your pennies on the swim. Yeah, so John was going to try to beat me, and I just let him, because I, <laughs> I normally, I'm not trying to be too arrogant, catch up to him in the run. Yeah. So you could always catch up to people in the run, or the bike, whatever is your, your strong, strongest. Your strong leg. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, another thing with open water swimming is if the water is cold enough, Mm -hmm. And I didn't check the temperatures. I think oh, it's yes. like between 74 or up to 74 degrees or maybe a little higher. You can wear a wetsuit. There's some cutoffs. Like if I think it's like if it's 78 degrees, you can wear a wetsuit, yeah. but you can't compete for prizes. That would be so hot. Yes, it would be 78. Yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure what the temperatures are. They'll usually announce it. Mm -hmm. But wetsuit swimming is completely different. Than swimming without a wetsuit. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. It's tighter. constricting. 
So your breathing, if you don't practice, people tend to hyperventilate and panic because they're, they can't get their breathing correct. Usually you're in cold water, so your heart rate will be higher and that will also affect your breathing. Since you are buoyant, your body is going to be more elevated in the water. If you have a tendency for your legs to sink a little bit and your head to be out of the water, it'll be just reverse of that. It will feel like you're swimming downhill with your head being pushed underwater. So I highly recommend that you practice. You can practice in a pool, just clean your wetsuit after, rinse it out really good to get the chlorine off. But practice in the pool, or if you can, practice in some open body of water where you can go and get used to the feeling. Remember that one time we got our wetsuits and it was the winter in Pensacola? <laughs> yeah. And I said, let's go swimming. And you're it like, it was like, what was it, 50s? I 50s, think the water was 50, 50 degrees, 56, maybe even lower. 55. And there was, <laughs> there was people watching us and they're like, it was, it was such a rush. Who are these crazy people? Scary. Our hands and our feet, because they were sticking out, were freezing. Our face yeah. was freezing. Yeah. And I think we swam like a half a mile <laughs> just to practice swimming in our wetsuit. I mean, we could stand up. It was shallow enough where we could stand up. Where we were. We just um, paralleled the, the beach. The coast, yeah. So, yeah, speaking of like the beach, so open water can be a lake, a river, or an ocean. Or a bay. Or a bay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, when you are swimming open water in the ocean, salt water, you will be uh, buoyant as well. So you can actually not worry about your form as much just because you're in open water. Mm-hmm. With river swim, you did a river swim. Yeah. I did a river swim. Mm-hmm. Nashville. You, that was fun. You did yours in Chattanooga. Yeah. Yours was a downriver swim. So it was how an was Olympic. that? Was yours was yours wetsuit? Um, no, no, I wasn't because it was in the summer. I think. Yeah, so it was you went so nice. You you had I a would down. Still do that you had a downriver swim, so yeah, you could have just easy. you could have just floated <laughs> and got to the finish. And there are some races like that. The race I did in Nashville, remember it was um, downriver then upriver. So mine was downriver, and then we crossed the river, and then we went upriver and yeah. then across. And so I took a picture. I took a video. Video. It was hilarious. I wish I could show people here um, listening, but you could just see people trying to swim, but they looked they like weren't they moving. Because <laughs> they were swimming against the current, and they didn't practice hard enough yeah. to swim against the current. Yeah. So they weren't moving at all. <laughs> Um, you know what? I, I might post that video. Oh, I know. I can post that. Give me a while and I'll post it. Uh-huh. So this is the, these are the reasons you have to practice. Even though it's a river swim and you think it's going to be easy, you might have a current that you have to swim against. <laughs> I wonder if the people even notice that they weren't, they weren't moving. I don't know. And then they, some were doing the backstroke, <laughs> yes. which is a slower stroke. <laughs> and then, um, well, you're, you're, Waco is upstream for the first part. Great. And then downstream. Great. After. So we're going to have to practice some yeah. strength drills in the, um, in the pool. Yeah, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. 
Oh, another thing on wetsuits is because it's so tight, you have to make sure that you wear it properly. And one of the things you need to do is pull it all the way up so your shoulders are free. If you're and you've got to make sure you cinch it up, like pull it. Don't just like you know grab a big piece and rip it because you yeah, don't rip you'll it. You'll rip the thing. Just kind of cinch it up. Yeah, piece by piece. Piece by piece. Yes. Because. I mean, I've ripped a little piece trying to pull it up. Right. Yeah. If you have fingernails, highly encourage you to yeah, cut, cut them. And you just use your pads of your fingers okay. to pull it up. But your shoulders have to be free. If you don't pull it up and you have freedom in your shoulders, your shoulders are going to get really tired. Because when you try to swim, you've got this big old rubber suit on you that's preventing your arms from moving freely. If you have that problem, you can switch to a wetsuit. It doesn't have any sleeves, so your arms are free. But then your arms are going to be free to the elements. So if it's cold, it's going to be cold up to your shoulders. To the sucking fish. <laughs> so what else? You said lake and bay. Bays sometimes are salt water, so yeah. you can, you'll float so in like that. So like in Pensacola. That bay um, that you swam in? Picture, yeah. It's Pensacola. That was... That was good. At times, I kind of panicked, maybe because I was new. I, I don't know. That was your first wetsuit swim. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I was nervous. And we got the practice. And I, I think, think you only I, got the practice. I think I looked up, and I'm like, way out here. And then, I, and then my mind started wandering to bad stuff, thinking. Oh, yeah, the mental part in the open yeah. water swim. We do have a picture on one of the articles about open water swimming, and, it, and that's actually a picture of Caitlin getting ready to start her race. And you can see the buoys going all the way out. It goes out quite a ways. Yeah. And so when she was way out there and she turned around, she could see how far out she but was. But it helps to be with your fellow triathletes swimming next to you. Yeah, definitely. That's what I, I like, swimming side by side by someone that swims the same pace as me. Yeah. Even when we did it with our triathlon group, we would just go out a little bit and then just go parallel to that the was shore. so far. It seemed like. Which one? That with our group or Where we swam group. parallel to the beach? Yeah. No, the other one. That race? No, when we were just practicing with all those crazy waves and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That just seemed far. <laughs> so one thing you can do is... Just like that, join a triathlon group that has open water swim practice so you can learn from a swim coach how to do it properly. That definitely helped. Especially on a beach because they're going to teach you how to run out on the beach and into the water and do these um, funny little diving, going under the waves. And yeah, just make sure you don't get any concussions with your head. <laughs> we the first the first drill we had, they had us split into three groups. This was our first open water. <laughs> yes, did you do open water before. Um, yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. And so yeah, so did you, but not in the ocean. Not like oh yeah. And so the waves were crashing on the shore, <laughs> and so we and would kept going we hard. would drop like three feet, and we were just doing um, like triangles. So we'd go, we'd start at one point of the triangle, swim to the apex, and then come back to the shore. 
and then run across the beach and, and, and do it and over again. And jam our heads back into the waves. And the waves were just dropping us. <laughs> we were coming in, and it was just dropping us, mm -hmm. like three feet. Yeah, I think Caitlin got another concussion. So no, she's got no. like four concussions now. She's <laughs> I should be brain dead by now. Yeah, she's she's like she. Well, your she head was hurting it. too. Yeah, it was. Remember, we got out, and the coach is like, "Go again," and we're like, "No, we're done." Yeah. <laughs> and that was, and then that the other part of the practice was learning to run out and do the do the um what was that Come TV on. show? Oh, Baywatch. Baywatch. Do the Baywatch run out to the. <laughs> To the beach and, and then dive kind of into the waves. Yeah, dive under put the waves. Put your head waves. into the waves or yeah. dive under the waves. Mm -hmm. And then same thing with running out. Yeah, Baywatch. Baywatch running out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so they'll teach you all those drills and stuff. A, a group is good. If you have a coach, they'll, they'll teach you the same thing. And it just depends on what kind of uh, race you're going to be in. Yeah. Since we're on the coast or on the, the Gulf Coast, they... Obviously, we swam in the Gulf Coast, and we did uh, some triathlons in the Gulf Coast. Yeah. So that was nice. I was going to add, basically, open water is a set of different skills and strategies. So we talked about the navigation, and you can also draft. Unlike oh, yeah. biking, you can't mm -hmm. draft. But if you get behind a person. Right. You can save some energy, save some pennies by swimming behind someone because they will actually pull you along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the safety measures, such as like what you wear, you've already talked about the wetsuits. So like how do people figure out what size? Do you know? Um, that's going to be um, I guess that a would skill. be like a... If you go, you can rent um, wetsuits... Um, online for an event, but then you're really gambling on the size because wetsuits come in different sizes. Well, they uh, would have like a chart, right? Right. But, you know, like with me, I'm short. Mm -hmm. So I actually got wetsuits, but my waist was big. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of get a bigger wetsuit oh. and then hike up my, my pants, the pants mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. So it just, it just depends on what you have. If you have if you have a place that has wetsuits that you can try on so and get fitted. So it's basically made for tall, thin people. No, not necessarily. <laughs> We've seen a lot of overweight people. But like I said, it, it will constrict your breathing. You have to practice in it. You should practice hard in it as if you were in a race. Because then you'll get to see, is my, are my shoulders free to move? Can I breathe in the wetsuit? Because it's constricting my breathing. And it could then it could be dangerous if you don't practice. Right. Yes. We've seen people panic. People I've seen have people had heart attacks. I mean I'm not trying to scare people. Right, because they because they didn't practice or they swam too hard with it being constricted. Yes, and that that's definitely a serious part of it. Check with your doctor before doing a triathlon yeah. if you're um in a risk category. But uh, on the, the wetsuits, practice, 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 practice often. If you find a wetsuit you like, buy it and keep it. And then you can at least have something consistent from race to race. Or you can just only pick a triathlon with just pools. You can do that. I mean, there's such things. Or lakes. Lakes yes. are my favorite. And in the summer, so you don't have to worry about a wetsuit. Yeah. So 
the other part about swimming in open water is you can wear what's called a uh, swim skin and that's actually just a, a form-fitting triathlon swimsuit that that goes over your regular triathlon gear and all it does is suck everything in so you're more you're more aerodynamic. water dynamic yeah. water dynamic uh, so you can glide through the water better and then when you're done you just slip it off kind of like a wetsuit but it's not as big as a wetsuit yeah it's easier to take off oh yeah back to the wetsuits make sure you practice taking off your wetsuits without ripping it because that's also something you need to practice and then like what about nutrition for the swim for the swim yeah definitely if you're going to have a longer swim you're going to be out there 30 minutes to an hour to two hours if you're going to do an Ironman, two hour and 20 minutes is a cutoff. So that's a long time to swim without any nutrition. So make sure you have enough nutrition. When you eat it early enough. In your body so it's digested because you don't want to eat it right before you go out. Um, you want it all digested so you have all that energy to be able to do your swim. You want to practice that too. Practice it in the lake or in a pool or somewhere because... Uh, that will help you figure out what kind of nutrition you're going to need before you start swimming. And then obviously, like I've learned, if you don't eat enough, you're going to, the waves are going to make you go side to side if you don't eat any food. And then you're going to drink the water and then you're not going to have any food in your stomach. And then you're just going to feel sick Yeah, and you're just going to be messed up. <laughs> Oh, one, one thing, because I used to feel a little bit dizzy swimming in open water. Oh, yeah. So I've, I read somewhere that if you wear earplugs, that, that goes away. So I just bought some earplugs that just fit in my ear, and I wear them, and then that makes the nausea go away while you're swimming, especially when it's sloshing. But, yeah, Caitlin likes to drink the water. So we're working on that. Oh, yeah. So make sure when you're... Don't drink the water. <laughs> Don't drink the water. The water, the water they, they usually test... When you're the... opening your mouth and you're turning to breathe, don't suck in the water. And spit if it you out. do, make sure you spit it out. Yeah, they usually test the water to make sure there's no harmful bacteria in it just to be safe. But I still wouldn't uh, recommend drinking it. Because even if you're thirsty, that that's gross. <laughs> Some of the places we we swim in, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. So yes. it's so dark mm-hmm. and murky. So yeah, it's just uh, your own journey, basically figuring out if you wanted to be with a lake, a river, a bay, a pool, with a with a uh, suit, with or without a wetsuit, wetsuit. Um, summer triathlon, winter, whatever, fall triathlon. Yeah, it just depends. But if you do one, enjoy it, have fun, but practice. Yes. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, then you don't have to. Then when you're out there, I hear people, oh, gosh, I'm so stressed out. I'm so worried. I'm so nervous. I mean, you can be nervous to a point, but as long as you practice, you don't have to, you won't be as nervous. Right, right. And again, with the wetsuit. You can stop and you just float. You yeah. can sit up and you'll just stay there. Yeah. You won't sink. So that takes that part out. 
mm-hmm. that anxiety out. Yeah. Is that's that it? it? That's it. Okay. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Audible. You can also go to our website, which is addictedtotriathlon.com, and that two is the number two. You can contact me at john at addictedtotriathlon.com, and you can email Kate, Caitlin, at kate at addictedtotriathlon.com, or you can use the contact page on our website. Feel free to leave a comment on the bottom of each of our website posts and at the bottom of this podcast if you go to our website and listen there. And then stay addicted and and try. try. (laughs) Bye. Bye.